Good evening, my listeners at home. You're welcome once again to Moment of Inspiration on Revolve FM on Anchor. I welcome you in the name of the Lord. I'm see your presenter, Nkonkwa Daniel, and this glorious evening, we are going to be looking into the Word of God. Before we do that, I would like us to say a little prayer. Father in heaven, we bless your name, we worship you, we glorify your name. Lord, this evening we are about to go into your word. Sanctify us by the word, the word is truth. Bring revelation and illumination to our souls this evening. And let your spirit be magnified in our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This evening, let's see the Bible, the book of Titus, chapter 2. We're looking at Titus, chapter 2, from verse 11. The Word of God says, For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present age. Praise the Lord for the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. It's a teaching us that denying godliness and worldly lust should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present age. This evening I want to be speaking on grace, not a license for sin. Grace not a license for sin. We have found ourselves in a generation where people tend to misunderstand what grace is all about. There are some dangerous satanic teachings from the pit of hell that goes about telling people once saved, saved forever. And so long as you have confessed Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you can now go on ahead and live the way you want to live. It doesn't matter. A grace that accommodates iniquity with an intentional mindset, from an intentional mindset, that is the kind of grace that is being preached today. A grace that negates the fact that man needs to live in righteousness and holiness. But a teaching of grace in this time that you can live the way you choose to live, after all, in the body of Christ, there is liberty. But there is no understanding of the kind of liberty that it is. Because some people have come up with this understanding that the liberty is a liberty to live without boundaries. Excuse me. Any kind of grace that teaches you such a thing is not the grace that Christ brought. It is called hyper grace. A kind of grace that is blown beyond proportion. Because the grace from the word of God, which you understood, is a grace unto righteousness. Are you getting what I'm saying? 
a grace unto righteousness. So if there is any other teaching about grace that makes you to accommodate iniquity despite having understanding as to claim of Jesus and what he did on the cross, that is not grace. That is a diversion of grace. A misunderstanding of what grace is all about. A teaching from the pit of hell. Because one of the things that grace does to your life, if grace makes you sober, any grace that makes you reckless is not grace. In terms of recklessness, I mean living without control. Living without without a part of, oh, what I did was wrong. Somebody came and took my place. Any grace that 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 doesn't recognize these things is not a grace. Because one of the things that grace does to you is to make you sober, knowing that what you received, you didn't want it. It was mercy that found you. But a grace that makes you become careless, that makes you think that what you did or what you have you merited it is not grace. It is a kind of selfish and satanic mindset. One thing is this grace teaches. From the word of God, it says grace teaches us. That is the word the Bible said. Grace teaches us. He said what? That denying ungodliness and worldly loss. Do you see what we are talking about? True grace makes you flee from sin. True grace does not make you relaxed with sin. If you have really encountered true grace, it doesn't make you relaxed, comfortable with iniquity. True grace teaches you that you need to run away from such things. True grace does not push you into sin. It brings you up from sin and makes you have dominion over sin. You can't say you have encountered grace and you are living your life in sin. What you, you are either ignorant or arrogant. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because true grace makes us understand that sin is sin. And we need to flee from it. That's what I'm saying. Flee from all forms of youthful loss. What can help you flee from that is when you have been received of the truth teaching of grace, that it does not make you live in sin, rather it gives you strength to flee from sin. So any grace that does not teach you that is not a grace from Christ. And again, he said, denying ungodliness and what love, we should live soberly. So as I said earlier, grace sobers you up. Grace does not promote reckless living. True grace does not promote reckless living. You dress anyhow, live anyhow. In fact, let me let, let me make you understand. Let me make us understand that grace is not liberty unto worldly living. 
There is the difference between worldliness and liberty in Christ. Today, when you go to some places called churches, you see people almost, it looks almost like a clubhouse because the people there, the way they are dressed, the way they do things there, is nothing different from what they do outside. The only difference is that they call Jesus in that place and play some, something that looks like a Christian song while the others is secular music. The grace of God is not that kind of thing. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because the grace of God makes you sober. It makes you know, say, ah, yes, I'm free. So if I'm to do anything, I'm to do it in reverence of the one who took my place. Not as a man, as if there is nothing that happened. Any grace that promotes recklessness, that does not make you sober, is not a grace. It is satanic. Let's continue. The word of God also went further to say, it said, so by righteously. So grace is a promoter of righteousness. Since you have been saved from the bondage of sin, what grace does to you is to make you live righteous. You are not, not trying to live righteous by your human strength or abilities again. No, you flow from you because one, you have taken the place of someone who went in your place and now you took the place of that one who went to your place. What is that? Jesus. Jesus was the, was the righteousness of God. And who became sin that you may become the righteousness of God. So if Jesus took your place as sin now and, you, and died on the cross, he made this place available for you so that you can take his place as the righteousness of God. So through grace makes you the righteousness of God, not a deliver of sin. So if you say you have, you have, you have encountered grace, check, are you living righteous? Are you, are you manifesting righteousness? That is one of the characters of true grace. And we say, I'm godly. You are living with a God consciousness. You know, most times there is difference between I go to church and God being godly. Being godly in this sense means having a God conscious mentality. Today we see people who say they have encountered grace, but the, the way they talk, they don't talk as if they fear God. They don't act as if they fear God. They don't have God consciousness in them. And that is a problem because we look at these things and these things are not happening outside. It is happening right in the church. How can somebody who says he has God consciousness come to the house of God and be cracking jokes? You say you have God consciousness, right? You come in the house of God, you are cracking jokes. You come in the house of God and you are conducting what they call night of a thousand laughs in the house of God. Pepe soup night. Suya bouquet. In the house of God, people who are God conscious, you come in the house of God, you change the music of Babylon and give it a Christian tune, but with the same kind of rhythm. You say you have God consciousness. You say you have God consciousness. You are organizing kind of seminars that when the Holy Ghost even sees it, the Holy Ghost says, I don't even know what you are doing. You say you have God consciousness. It is happening in our generation. And these things happen under the guise of we are under grace. That kind of grace is not the grace of Jesus. Because the grace that Christ brings is this. He said he brings the grace that brings salvation. Oh God. The grace that of God that brings salvation. So there is a kind of grace that doesn't come from God. But there is a grace of God. There is also a grace 
from the pit of hell is not even a grace. That one is a license to sin under the guise that is his grace. So what are we talking about? Be careful. You can't say you have received grace, you have encountered grace and you are accommodating sin. If grace is not a license for immorality. Grace is not a license for careless, reckless lifestyle. Grace is not a, is not a license to be proud. Grace brings soberness. Grace makes you live righteous. Grace makes you live with God consciousness. And then you know that teaching that things that makes you think that it is not. That teaching is from the pit of darkness. And that is it. So how do you view grace? How do you view it? Let us understand these things. And may God help us in Jesus' name. As I wrap it up here, I pray that the Holy Spirit will continue to help us and give us the grace to stand in these times. Because it is easy, but with God we shall conquer in the name of Jesus. I want us to bow our head to pray. First of all, I have to pray for those who have not yet received Christ into their life. If you have not yet received Jesus into your life, I want you to pray after me. I say, Lord Jesus, I come unto you. I receive this day. That true grace that you brought to, you brought from heaven to earth. Have mercy on me. Save my life. Sanctify me. Forgive me of all my sins. And give me the power to become your son. Write my name in your book of life. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. And lead my life from today onwards. From today onwards, I follow you. Forward ever, backward never. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for in Jesus' name we pray. And also, I also want us to pray for those of us who have listened. Pray that the Holy Spirit will continue to guide us. Pray that His Spirit will continue to keep you. Pray that His Spirit will continue to uphold you. Pray that the Spirit of God will not help you abuse. Pray that will not allow you to abuse the true grace that Jesus brought. And Father, we pray that the grace you have brought to our lives will not abuse it. That we will not be misled. That we will continue to follow it. That we will continue to walk in line with it. And we will continue to do your will. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Most High God. For in Jesus' name. Father, thank you for today's session. Thank you for everything you have spoken to our life. May your spirit give us more inspiration and understanding. Into these things. And may your name alone be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name, I have prayed. Amen. Amen. Thank you, my listeners at home. Thank you for giving me your ears today. <coughs> I would like us to follow my page on Facebook. <coughs> Excuse me. Follow my page on Facebook and Mind Revolution Network. And also, Dan Dispirator or on Facebook. You can also listen to my um, YouTube channel, Mirrornet TV, and also Inquire TV, both on YouTube. You can also follow me on Twitter at danokonko5 or email me at danokonkodan at gmail.com or chikumedan at gmail.com. Also, you can follow me or read my blogs on mirrorf360.com. 
or tov.blogspot.com or you can also follow me on Instagram at Dan Okonkwo. Until next time I come, away, come your way again on Revolve FM and Anchor, I am still that your presenter, Okonkwo Daniel. God bless you, God keep you, and preserve you. Till next time we are from each other. Bye-bye.